0: Danielle McCartan, Sports
1: Radio 101.9 FM, FM W-F-A-N. Good evening, there, New York sports fans. My name is Danielle McCartan, McCartan before midnight. And I'll be talking all things New York sports with you right up until 1 a.m. on this Saturday night, or turning early Sunday morning here in New York City and beyond or whatever you're doing at the moment. I appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the next four hours. Whether that be on your car radio, streaming from WFN.com, or on the free Odyssey app. And of course, we are here in the Big Apple. And Connor Green and I are coming to you live from uh, the the Carton and Roberts studio, the Mike Francesa studio here in lower Manhattan. Go ahead, 877-337-6666. You know the number. It's already in your favorites. Taking calls here in this first segment, so get aboard and um i think tonight in an act of solidarity with aaron Rodgers, uh uh, you know i'm just gonna send him some juju mental vibes to come to the jets in honor of his blackout retreat i want to do at least a portion of this show with the lights off so uh let's send out some vibes to aaron Rodgers, wherever he is in the darkness and um I think I'll do the next segment in the darkness as well. Um, and uh, oh, let me go ahead and check the official uh, pitchers and catchers countdown that I've had going for the past couple of weekends. Oh, yeah, it's here. Our pitchers and our catchers are all settled in in Port St. Lucie and in Tampa. What a great time of year. Susan was just saying as soon as the Super Bowl is over, it means it's baseball season. That's the best part about the Super Bowl. Paraphrasing there, of course. But as soon as it's over... Yeah, it's baseball season. Turn the page. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm so excited. I'm like choking. The 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 uh the next thing, pitchers and catchers are there, of course. The next thing are the position players for both the Yankees and the Mets. They must be in camp by Monday, February 20th. But so many of them are already there. I mean, including the superstars. Think of Aaron Judge for the Yankees, Francisco Lindor. They're both at their perspective uh camps so let's talk about the Yankees starting rotation I, I was following John and Susan I wanted to start with the Yankees I got some uh some Jets for you tonight did you see that Derek Carr was out at a restaurant in Summit New Jersey with the brain trust of the Jets today looking all happy smiling in his turtleneck that went up to his nose pretty much he must have been really freezing and um Right now I have eyes on one eye on TV as I do the show here. Jason Tatum is up in the three-point competition. Julius Randle has not yet gone. So there's that. Hockey, lots of stuff to like. If you're a Devils fan, of course. Had that game on earlier today. XFL kicked off today. Vegas Vipers and uh what was it? Raleigh? Raleigh Renegades, I think. So, Renegades something. And um Yeah, and I think there's an outdoor hockey game going on, like, right now or tonight. So, lots to talk about. But let's start with the Yankees starting rotation and how it's already in test mode. I mean, the season has not even started yet. So, a list of concerns going in the order of seriousness, I guess we'll call it. Seriousness, graveness. Uh, Number one, the Yankees lured Carlos Rodon to the Bronx this offseason with sliding across a piece of paper across the desk, offering six years, $162 million. And why did he end up choosing the Yankees? Well, here's what he had to say on Thursday. Again, uh, the, SN- the SNY camera was rolling.
0: The biggest thing for me, um, you know, coming over and being a New York Yankee, was uh, I mean, just the, the, the track record. Uh, well, there's always a chance to, to, to be it to Be you know the last one standing, so I, I've never really had that shot. Um, I've been on a couple winning teams, um, but you know, uh, I'm excited to see what it's like, you know, to fish in an ALCS and eventually vision a World Series.
1: Yeah, I really want to like this move, I really want to do it. I do, he seems like a likable guy, I know he's a good person because of that house that you heard the story right, he, he completely rebuilt the house after it burned down. Um for this fifteen year old kid and, and a stranger, total stranger, and his family and you know and, and the money he got to do it was Venmoed to him by the Yankee fans. So I, I know he's a good person. I wanna like him. I watched the introductory press conference, but and I said it then, I mean, how often do we talk about how Jacob DeGrom is so injury prone? He's always hurt, this and that. It, it, a lot, right? And and now that he's gone, I mean, you're still talking about it. Because his, his his start was was set back in Texas, and everybody's still talking about it. But you know what, Rodon, I mean, based on my research and, and what I saw, I mean, I, and I caution this even before he and the Yankees agreed to terms. In the injury department, he and Degrom are like mirror images of each other. So if you're going to really depend on Carlos Rodon to be you know your 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 stalwart in that pitching rotation, I'd say this: don't. He had a sprain wrist in 2016, biceps bursitis in 2017, shoulder inflammation when he returned in 2017. That actually bled into the 2018 season. Then Tommy John surgery ended his 2019 season after just seven starts. And then since since then, it's been hel- uh, elbow, a hand, the shoulder, an illness, missing time. I mean, that's a lot of absences for a lot of different reasons. And, you know, I, I hope it works out for him here. And I hope that he takes the ball every fifth day. But his track record makes it hard to believe. Which is why this is, you know, the least, number one, it's just the least of the Yankees starting pitching concerns. For now, he's fine. He's healthy for now. In in order of increasing seriousness, number two, you know, not all that serious, but, you know, he was in conversation for, and he was eligible to receive votes for the AL Cy Young Award last season. But Garrett Cole... He has been quite durable. And, and I think that's a really underrated quality about Garrett, Garrett Cole that, that people don't talk about. The best ability is availability, right? And, you know, Garrett Cole started 33 games last season. And, you know, that's tied for most in the league last season. And there are four guys that, that, that started 33 games tied. You know, Garrett Cole was one of them. Corbin Burns, Merrill Kelly, and Nick Pavetta. So durability... Check, but but your ace, exasperated at times, talking to gathered media after games, cannot lead the league in home runs given up, and and here's what he had to say about that on Thursday. I think every year you you try to evaluate you know what you can what you can do better, and um, sometimes there are things that are. Not quite as obvious as leading the league in home runs, but sometimes it's leading the league in home runs. So you
0: got to be out there to pitch quite a bit if you're going to lead the league in home runs.
1: Yeah, and that was audio, courtesy of SNY, now I'm not in the room examining the vertical and the horizontal shape of his pitches. I'm not in the room calculating the spin rates on all of them and comparing against you know that data throughout his entire career. And I'm also not in the room dissecting the mentality of how he plans his pitching barrage, what he likes to do in which situations, how he sets guys up or or fails at doing it. But if my name is Matt Blake, these are the top three things, or four even, on my to-do list this spring training. Your ace cannot lead the league in home runs given up two years in a row. And that's always a worry with Garrett Cole, especially in big spots, especially in Boston. Number three, here's where it gets interesting. More concerning, Nestor Cortez Jr. and his grade two hamstring strain. You know, originally, Cortez was supposed to be shut down for for two full weeks. That's it. No baseball activity, two full weeks. But now it's kind of like, I think Aaron Boone used the phrase, any day. And my hope is this, with Nestor Cortez coming off an all-star season, that the Yankees don't rush him back, push him in there, get him into spring training, you know, start the build up, only to shut him down again in the cooler April here in New York. You know, with, with, with hamstrings and things like that. I mean, the, the cold weather, I mean, that's, that's a real concern. That shutdown in April can't happen. They cannot rush him back. And here's Cortez and I in November at Pop Century Collectibles in Oakland, New Jersey you personally pitching wise personal goals for next year include what uh
0: probably stay healthy again i think uh that's what every starting pitcher um Mm -hmm. i guess strives for dreams about Mm -hmm. um i know this year i i hit a you know a little patch of 15 days in the il but um hopefully next year i can i can get healthy the whole year
1: concerned about the innings at all you pushed it pretty hard this year
0: yeah i think i doubled it from last year or almost got there um no i'm not concerned i think uh uh, this year was a good baseline for me to uh, finally, you know, keep going and hopefully demonstrate that I can be a 200-inning pitcher.
1: Well, hopefully, right? I- I'm just hoping for 100% healing for Cortez before he picks up and throws a ball for real, please. I mean, the Yankees need him, especially with the biggest test of the Yankees' rotation so far. I mean, even it's even before the position players show up in Tampa. And number four, The most important um, concern of the Yankees' pitching rotation, the biggest issue with the Yankees' pitching rotation right now, is and will be the absence of Frankie Montas. Until, well, you know what? We'll just put it this way. I mean, he hasn't even had surgery yet. That's scheduled for the 21st. I think, what is that, Tuesday? I mean, a best-case scenario as explained by Aaron Boone the other day, was, quote, late in the season. Yikes! That, that's bad. Why didn't he go for surgery the day after the Yankees were eliminated? I don't understand. And at the time of the news, Montas was actually listed as number four on the Yankees' depth chart. And I'll tell you this much, the Yankees, should make a trade because the Yankees are not going to go over the luxury tax threshold level. So, you know what? They're not going to do it. They're not going to do they're not going to make any changes. I maybe mean, maybe Chris Flexen would be an option there, but but you know what? We're not going to waste our time surmising these potential solutions because the Yankees are not going to do it anyway. They're going to look internally. They're going to lean on Domingo Herman and Clark Schmidt for now. And even when he comes back, and even if he comes back, Frankie Montas, he's not a good pitcher. And it was a terrible deal when it happened. And if you're a fan of my show, I caution that it would be before the deal even materialized. I do extensive homework at the trade deadline during the NFL draft and all that, you know, and and at the time I compared his numbers against the sunny gray disaster and they were almost identical. And he was at the time of the trade deadline about to exceed his innings limit with his former team. And it was a bad deal for anyone that actually looked into it. Now, all of a sudden, Take a look at all the Yankee homers around here who love everything this team does, you know, because this job is actually easier when you agree with the majority of people, right? At the time, everybody, everybody was like, oh, Montas is great, what an addition. And now these people are just suddenly backpedaling so hard on their Montas was an excellent addition takes from last summer. I mean, my advice is don't trip while you're backpedaling. Do some research, would you? And, and you know what? The best news at a Yankees camp so far... 5 p.m. today, Aaron Boone said, "Sevi is in elite shape right now. You know, this past week at school, I mean, man, it was, it was a grueling week. Report guard grades were due, comments, f- four comments per student, the whole thing. I mean, you, you're spending hours at home, uh, unpaid overtime, of course. You're just working to keep up with just the rigors of the week and, and everything else that goes along with it. And once you hit that post grades on the Genesis system – just the wave of relief of the week just washes away. Until that is, I saw tweets. Uh, Brian Cashman was speaking to the uh, Chicago radio station recently, and uh, he was talking about letter grades and, and the Yankees' offseason plans, and he said, this is a quote, and he said, well, New York's a tough grading system. The only way you get an A is if you finish with that trophy in hand. Otherwise, you get an F, and there's nothing in between. So it remains to be seen, end quote. I mean, listen, <clears throat> call me a harsh grader. Good. Let me channel Harry Truman in this, in this history lesson. And he once said, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Brian Cashman, you have not won a World Series and had a trophy in hand since 2009. That's a long time ago, despite having one of the biggest payrolls every single year. So to me, that boils down to not spending the money correctly. I mean, period, stop. And, and, and Cashman also continued on to say, I'm like, well, you know, to be quite honest, the truth was in the end, we were four games short of a World Series appearance, but it felt like the way our fan base reacted and the press that, that we got knocked out in the first round. So you really can't remember sometimes reality versus perception. And the perception was we didn't do well. This is Brian Cashman. The reality was we had a a hell of another run at it, but fell short. But that's just the New York market. That's Brian Cashman talking in in Chicago, on Chicago radio. But in, in my eyes, perception is reality. The same team keeps sending you home and you do nothing to improve your roster, to beat them. The goal is to beat the Astros every single year. And that's the definition of insanity, right? That's why it's an F. I mean, because that grade is not just a standalone F. It's an F that's weighted against every other failed attempt since 2009. And and just for the record, this Yankees team, as it is currently constructed... It's not able to beat the Houston Astros. I'm sorry. So tell me who's playing left field. Tell me who's playing shortstop. Tell me who the closer is. All important positions, no? I mean, I guess not in Cashman's world. And you know what? I got it. Maybe the trophy that Brian Cashman is looking for is that elusive participation trophy. 877-337-6666 877-337-6666 is the phone number to get aboard. Julius Randle, by the way, just scored a grand old 13 in the three-point competition. The little box says he needed 20, at least 20 to advance, so it doesn't look good for him. That's all right. At least he was there. Show me where the Brooklyn Nets are. Oh, that's right. Different teams. All right. 877-337-6666. My name is Daniel McCartan with you till 1 a.m. here on The Fan.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. <laughs>